or, you know, you pick your nose because let's not kid ourselves. We all pick our nose from time to time. Episode 889 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, staying healthy during cold and flu season. Hey guys, so uh, today talking a little bit of cold and flu season uh, and with COVID hanging over our heads, even even more of a reason to try to, you know, keep the nose clean, if you will, and, and stay healthy this time of year. Um, but uh, first, want to take a second and thank a couple of fo- folks for uh, jumping on board the Patreon train for supporting the show uh, each and every month with uh, a couple, three, four, five, six, eight, ten dollars, whatever it is. Uh, Hildy and Danielle, appreciate y'all. Thanks for, for jumping on board. Uh, you know, hope to see y'all, you know, pop into the, the Facebook group, join in the book club, uh, whatever it is, uh, that, that gets you going. But if not, if it's just, if it's just to support the show out of the goodness of your heart, thank you so much. And, uh, guys, if you haven't heard me talk about Patreon before, uh, you can get all the details at patreon.com slash disruns. That's P A T R E O N.com slash disruns. But, uh, the moral of the story is it's kind of like the, the NPR model, uh, where, you know, every month you, you, you pledge a certain amount, um, and, and you can change that at any time, of course. You're never locked into anything. But, you know, a dollar, two, five, ten, uh, whatever works for you certainly works for me. And, uh, you know, it's kind of the, the power of uh, the rising tide, right? You get, a, get enough people chipping in a buck or two here and there. And uh, not only does it, you know, put a couple of shekels in the bank, but it also kind of, you know, actually legitimately helps keep the lights on and keep things going around here. So uh, thank you to everybody who is who is on board the train or who has been on board and had to jump off for one reason or another. No worries. Appreciate you helping me to get to this point. And uh, hopefully, you know, good Lord willing, we'll keep this thing rolling. So, Hildy, Danielle, thank you for for jumping on board. Appreciate you, too. And uh, everybody else, thanks so much. And if you want to join the party, patreon.com slash disruns, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash disruns. Pretty easy and uh, very much appreciated. So, today, talking uh, cold and flu season. Because I I feel like, and and I mean, I I feel like this, but and I also know that this is true, that like pretty much every spring I do some type of like heat illness thing, right? Like, like getting ready for the, the warm weather, uh, try to stay healthy this summer, you know, as the, the heat and humidity is creeping up or just the heat if you live in the desert, uh, whatever the case might be. We do, I talk about this every summer. Um, realize that I've never really talked about, you know, kind of cold and flu season. And obviously it's, it's two completely different things, right? But as, as runners, um, you know, none of us really want to get sick, right? I mean, shoot, it's humans, None of us really want to get sick. We want to be healthy. We want to feel good. We don't want to be be worn down. Um, and and maybe this year more than any year, even more important to to avoid the sniffles if at all possible. Because with COVID out there, um, and and you know just everything that's still going on there and still uncertain and and all the the issues related to to the coronavirus and COVID nineteen. Um, I've, I've seen firsthand how a little cough that's, that's really nothing more than maybe a little bit of a cold, um, you know, people get, get nervous, right? We had Addison home from, from school for like three days, um, not too long ago because she, she just had a cough and, and I don't think anybody really thought it was, it was, you know, COVID-19, um, but it was enough, you know, it was enough of a symptom that, that the school was kind of like, eh, I don't know. And so it was like, you know, we're trying to be, trying to be responsible, right? Like, thankfully I've got a, a flexible enough situation where I can stay home. I mean, I stay home every day, um, where she can stay home with me. I can still do most of my, my work. She can, you know, kind of rest a little bit and, and, you know, a six year old that's feeling pretty good other than a cough once in a while, there wasn't a whole lot of resting going on, but whatever. The moral of the story is that, that any time of the, any time of, of world, you know, situation, 
cold and flu is no 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 picnic. Um, but right now it's even it's even worse. You know, if if it can be even worse, if, if that if that makes sense. So, um, how do we stay healthy this year? You know, it is cold and flu season now. Weather's getting colder. Um, people heading indoors more often, and and you know, holidays coming up where families are getting together. Like like you know, it's it's kind of there's a reason that the colds and and the flus tend to take off a bit more this this time of year. There's a reason that we're you know a lot of the 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 doctors are a little bit worried about COVID spiking again during during this these next few months. So what can we do? Obviously, I'm not going to talk a lot about COVID today. I think. Everybody's a little bit sick of hearing about it, but but a lot of these same things that I'm talking about, I think, without being an epidemic, epi, epi, without being a, a, an infectious disease expert, <laughs> see what I did there? Um, I, I think some of these same tips will apply. But you know, talking about how to avoid or at least minimize, because you can't necessarily avoid, right? There's nothing we can do that's going to guarantee that you're not going to get the you're not going to get a cold at some point. You're not going to get the flu at some point. Uh, even taking the flu vaccine, which is not a bad idea, not a bad thing to do. Um, but it's, it's no guarantee, right? Um, but what can you do to tilt the odds in your favor? Cause that's, that's the, that's the, about the best we can do is try to make sure that we avoid, uh, or at least that we minimize the risk of getting sick to hopefully stay healthy, to keep running, to keep working, to keep living life, um, without being sick, this year. So what, what can you do to do, to try to do that? First and foremost, I think it's, it's maybe important to at least spend a second talking about, um, kind of how we get sick, right? Um, in, in case you're not aware and, and I'm not claiming to be an, an immuno, immu, again, saying these words, trying to say these words that uh, I can't get out. I'm not trying to claim to be an immunologist. Hopefully I said that right. And I didn't stay in a holiday Inn express last night. But I do think I know a few things about the basics, the general basics about our immune system, how we get sick, things like that. And basically what happens is something, you know, some type of virus, some type of bacteria, some type of something gets inside our system. So it bre- breaches the, the perimeter defense, which is usually our skin, right? It gets in and then, um, you know, if, if, it's, if it's in massive quantities and or if it's really stubborn, whatever that virus or bacteria is, takes our immune system a little while to, to fight it off. Right. And so when that happens, we get sick. So basically again, dumbed down. So, so you, you experts in the fields, uh, that are relevant, please, you know, don't, uh, don't at me on this one, uh, unless I'm really missing the mark. In which case, please at me so I can correct myself. But basically if we can, you know, in order to stay healthy this time of year or any time of year, the two best things we can do are to Shore up our protective barriers, right? To, to try to keep the, the viruses, keep the bacteria from getting inside. And the, the, the double-pronged approach is to obviously try to strengthen our immune system. If we have a more robust immune system, we're more likely to fight things off before we even get sick. And if we do, if it does kind of something, you know, if it's a virus or, or something that gets us down a little bit, we're more likely to be able to fight it off quicker so that, you know, instead of being maybe laid out for a week, it's only a day or two, um whatever the case might be. So I, I feel like these things really go hand in hand. Um, and, and so kind of let's look at look at the two pieces of the puzzle and try in hopes that this year you can kind of shore things up a little bit, play a little bit of offense, play a little bit of defense, and really, you know, stay healthy uh, this year. Avoid the cold, avoid the flu, and, and, you know, fingers crossed, avoid the COVID 
as well. So uh, the best offense is a good defense. You may have heard that that saying before, watching other sports, uh, looking at other situations, and kind of what that means sometimes, or at least what that means for me in this situation, is that you know the, the first layer of defense is you know that's that's the best way to stay healthy is to have a good layer of defense, is to have you know make it harder for foreign invaders for those viruses and bacteria, bacterium, whatever, making it more difficult for those things to get into your system to set up shop. And to, to cause that, you know, immune system response that can sometimes end up with, you know, the, the, the precursor, the situation that, that makes us be sick, right? Um, so, so how do we do that? Well, you know, skin, obviously, at least hopefully, obviously, is like our big defense mechanism. Like, that's, that's our perimeter. That's our, our wall, right? Keeping things out. And for the most part, it does a pretty good job. You know, sometimes you get a little scratch, you get a little cut, and that can let something in. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure... That a cut, a little nick, you know, a little scratch, something like that, isn't what's going to get you sick with the cold or the flu. I might, I, you know, I'm not like 100% on that one, but I think that's the case. Where we get sick, and you, you probably know this, right? It, where we get sick with the cold or the flu, it usually comes in through our mouth, through our nose, maybe through our eyes. Um, one of two ways, either airborne. You know, somebody sneezes, somebody coughs, things like that, which is why we're wearing masks for COVID because it's an airborne, airborne virus. Try to keep keep our particles from from getting out into the atmosphere and potentially infecting somebody else. Um, but but you know that that's kind of how the cold and, and and flu viruses come in as well, either through that or we touch something that has been contaminated. Maybe somebody sneezes, the little droplets, the little particles come down and land on, land on the desk, land on the handrail, whatever the case might be. We touch the handrail. Now it's on our hands. We're still good. We're still healthy. The perimeter, our skin doing its job, but you know, then you have an itchy eye. So you scratch your eye or, you know, you, you grab a, a, a cookie or a, you know, whatever, something to eat and you, and you, you know, lick your fingers or, you know, you pick your nose because let's not kid ourselves. We all pick our nose from time to time, whatever it is, we, we take that, that foreign invader, it's on our hands, it's on our fingers, and we, we touch one of those openings in our skin, right? One of those areas where, you know, the, the mucous membranes, whatever the case might be, where, where, where we don't have that skin protection because, hello, we need to see, we need to breathe, we need to, to eat, things like that. Um, so, you know, the, the, when it comes to shoring up your defense, you can't necessarily do anything about constantly having your mouth and nose and eyes closed and covered and sealed. Right, because that's that's going to lead to some downstream impacts that aren't so good. But what we can do, and what we've been hearing about now for the last seven eight months, is make sure to wash our hands more. And and I, you know, I I, I hate to say I don't hate to say this. I am slightly embarrassed to admit this. I don't know if that's the right way of saying it either. But like, I'm not a big hand washer. Okay, like I wash my hands once in a while. I'm not I'm not afraid to do it. But I'm not one. I'm not exactly the most germ phobic type of person like like you know the, the five second rule for me depending on what i'm what i'm eating and what i may have dropped and what what i may have dropped it into or upon um you know the five second rule is 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 a loose guideline like you know it might be a five minute rule sometimes it might be a 10 second rule like i don't know you know but whatever drop something pick it up blow it off rub it off on your shirt whatever eat it down the hatch no big deal um you know working outside doing a little this doing that touching things getting the hands a little bit dirty like eh maybe rinse them off for a second, typically not so much. Um, but I don't necessarily recommend that for everybody, especially if you're in 
more of a of a or less of a I guess less of a controlled environment than me. Because like honestly, like my environment is home ninety nine percent of the time, right? Like I'm out running, but I'm not touching really anything when I'm running other than the dog leash, which lives in my home, and the dog, of course, which lives in my home. Um, but you know, if you're out public transportation. Um, you know, working it back at, at work in the office and the schools, wherever things like that, where there's, there's all kinds of people, all kinds of things coming into contact, going to the grocery store, whatever things like that. Maybe that's a good time to make sure you're washing your hands a little bit more frequently. And we've all heard, you know, soap and water, 20 seconds, sing happy birthday, yada, 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 do those things. You know, th- there's a reason that the experts are telling us to do that stuff. There's a reason that Fauci is like, yeah, wash your hands with soap and water. Like that's a big deal because it's a big deal. So, you know, the best, the best defense you can play to stay healthy during the cold and flu season and, and pretty much any time of year is to wash your hands. And again, this is something I probably could use to, to improve upon a little bit. I recognize that. But washing your hands is maybe the best thing you can do, the best way to help keep viruses and bacteria from getting in. Because every time you touch your, you touch your nose, touch your mouth, touch your eyes, which... If you're anything like me, every time you put a mask on, you recognize how often you touch you touch your nose and mouth and things like that. You don't even think about it, but you you do it. Now all of a sudden you got a mask on, you can't. So you, ah, oh oh man, damn. Okay. Um, if you're washing your hands semi regularly, especially when you're in public places, um, you're going to have a better chance of not having the virus or bacteria or whatever on your hands, bringing it into the system. Because once you do that, now the now the immune system's got to step up to the plate. Usually does a pretty good job, but every once in a while, not so much. So play defense by washing your hands. You know, when it comes to wearing a mask, thing like that for, for airborne uh, situations, again, we know if you paid attention to the science and if you actually, you know, like believe in science, because I don't know why you wouldn't, but, you know, wearing the mask is more about protecting other people than it is about you, right? It, it traps your particles from going out, but once they're out there, they can still kind of pseudo theoretically at least get in. So wearing a mask it's great if you're if you're feeling a little bit of symptom, if you're feeling a little bit of a cold, hey, wear a mask. You know? The the people in, in Asia have been doing that for, I don't know, years. And, you know, seems like it works. Is it ideal? Maybe not, but hey, right now you can get away with it, right? Like nobody's gonna know any of the wiser. Um, you know, wear a mask, help your help your friends out, help your family out, help your fellow citizens out. If you've got a little sniffle, got a little cold, something like that, uh, just wear a mask. Keep your germs to yourself, help keep other people healthy. Um but what about playing offense, right? Because it's not all about defense because every once in a while, something's going to get in. You're going to breathe something. You're going to touch something. You're going to, you're going to lick your fingers, pick your nose, whatever the case might be. A virus, bacteria, something gets in. That's where the immune system comes into play. All right. And, and our immune systems really are pretty awesome. Like they really are. When you think about it, um, you know, and when you learn a little bit more, which again, I've, I've, I've scratched the surface. I know enough to maybe pretend to be dangerous, not enough to be an expert by any stretch, but like the efficiency, the ability, the, the, the way that our immune system functions, it's just awesome. But like anything with our body, I mean, all of our body systems really are pretty awesome when you, when you break it down and think about it, the things that they do, the complexities that they deal with. Um, but we can make it easier for our immune system to, to function at, at a high level, or we can handicap it a little bit. And I think that odds are, I don't think none of us want to handicap our immune system, right? We all want our immune systems operating on, you know, firing on all cylinders, right? So what are some of the things that we can do to make that happen? Well, lo and behold, 
a lot of those things are the same types of things that just promote good health in general, right? Again, our bodies are complicated. Our bodies are complex. They're a full ecosystem. There's all these different parts and systems and things that are all working in harmony together. For the most part, if everything's working well, everything's working well. Once one thing starts to go sideways, man, everything else can kind of suffer a little bit. So do the things that we've talked about before. Stay active. Get enough sleep. Get quality sleep. Stay well hydrated. Eat good foods. Eat healthy foods. Minimize the amount of stress. All those types of things are just good for good health overall. They're also good for your immune system. Okay? When it comes to staying active, I think we've probably got that covered. In fact, some of us might have that a little bit too covered to the point where maybe being a little bit less active, especially if you're starting to feel a little something, might not be a bad idea. Got a little congestion, got a little cold, got a little cough, something like that. I'm not saying you can't run anymore. You know, I'm not going to get into that. You know, if it's, if it's above the shoulders, you're okay. If it's in your chest, don't like probably good advice. All right. But, but you got to make your own decisions. You, you know, your body, you know how you're feeling better than anybody else, but maybe, you know, keep it a little bit easier when you're not feeling good. Instead of running as much, go for a walk, ride the bike, things like that. Okay. To, to kind of get a little bit of activity, maybe do some extra yoga, whatever the case might be, get some of that activity, but don't stress your body as much more on stress in a minute, but staying active again as runners. I think we're good there. S- the sleep game. Hey, how many times have I talked about sleep in the last couple of years? Enough, not, not too many, but certainly enough. But here's another example, right? You want to, you want a good, strong, uh, well-functioning immune system. It, it, just like every other system in our body, it's going to improve. It's going to be more efficient, more effective if we're getting enough sleep and we're getting good quality sleep. So again, you know, put the phone down early, go to bed on time. Um, you know, don't burn the candle at both ends. Don't, don't feel like you need to, to get up even earlier to get more stuff done. Like, you know, get your sleep. You need good sleep, you know, doing things to help improve the quality, like, you know, temperature control, uh, turning out the lights or like, you know, really darkening out the room to making sure the TV is off, uh, using your, your blue blockers before you go to bed to help get the melatonin going so that you fall asleep quicker. All those types of things can, you know, are good for your sleep, good for your running, also good for your immune system, right? Staying hydrated. Another one talked about it many times. Again, talk about it a lot in the summertime, right? Dealing with heat. We don't want heat illness, heat injuries. Uh, make sure you're hydrating. Make sure you're drinking plenty of fluids. Well, guess what? You still need to drink plenty of fluids in the wintertime. All right. Just because it's cold doesn't mean that all of a sudden you don't need as much water. Keep drinking the fluids. Every time you breathe out and you see that little, that little puff cloud of, of exhalation when it gets cold enough, guess what? That's, I mean, you know this, but at least for me, I don't always necessarily think about it. That's water vapor. All right. So just because you're not sweating as much doesn't mean you're not, you're, you're not still getting rid of a bunch of water every time you breathe. So make sure you're, make sure you're getting that, that, those fluids in, make sure you're drinking enough water. It's good for the whole system. Good for your immune system. Same with eating good food. Again, you can indulge, you can have a treat, you know, enjoy some, some, you know, family time and, and, and family traditional foods, treats, desserts, whatever around the holidays, things like that. Nothing wrong with that. But make sure those indulgences are are not month long binges, right? Um, again, you know we've talked about diet before. I mean, spent a whole month talking about food and nutrition last month. Um, not here to, to to tell you what's a good food, what's a bad food, what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat. Make those decisions. But you know, I think we all know healthy, nutrient dense types of foods tend to make those the priority. All right. And again, you do that, you're giving your body the nutrients that it needs 
to fight off the, the viruses, to fight off the colds, the flus, the things like that. All right. All right. Uh, maybe you supplement with, with a, you know, take a multivitamin, take some extra vitamin C, some vitamin D, some B12, whatever. You know, all, this, all the supplements, there, there's a lot of claims, not a lot of necessarily like rock hard guaranteed this works, that doesn't. But, you know, set yourself up for, uh, my view at least, set myself up for success. Like I'd rather take a couple of, take a couple of extra vitamins that maybe I don't necessarily need, but you know, try to make sure that I'm giving myself the best chance to not be sick. You make your decisions there, but you know, improving the the quality of the foods you're eating, or at least, you know, more, more vitamins, more nutrients, things like that. Probably not a bad idea this time of year. And again, all, all year, not a bad idea. Last but not least on the list of things that you can do maybe not least, maybe not last totally, but last of, of my list is to, to minimize the amount of stress you've got. And again, this is a tough one. I know because we've all got stress right now. You know, we, we've got holiday season coming up stress. Uh, we've got life stress, uh, probably some political stress, at least right now with the election being just a few days ago and all the still uncertainty that's hanging in the air around that. Um, you know, there's no shortage of stress, right? We've got no races. We've got kids at school. We've got kids taking school at home and like there's stress and it's a lot. And stress definitely inhibits all of our, you know, all of the systems of our body. You know, you get too much stress, you get the fight or flight system firing up and that takes away from the rest and digest and rest and digest is not only resting and digesting, but you know, immune system fighting off, you know, different things that aren't uh, life threatening in the moment, but you know, it just weakens the immune system. Right. Uh, so trying to find ways to minimize the stress that we're dealing with, probably not going to eliminate it, probably not going to have zero stress in life, but making sure to maybe have a little bit extra quiet time, doing some, some meditation time, going for a walk, participating in leisure time activities. So watching the, the TV shows you like, or watching a movie or, you know, playing the guitar or, or talking on the phone to your sister or what, whatever it is, doing the things that you enjoy, that make you laugh, that help you to just <sighs> once in a while, those things aren't bad things. So you know, uh, when it comes to that list, when it comes to staying active, when it comes to sleeping well, when it comes to being well hydrated, eating good food, minimizing stress, um, I think that it's probably safe to say that none of us are perfect across the board. All right. We might have some that we're better at. I think staying active is probably a good one for most of us running. That's, that's pretty good. Checking that box more often than not, but the other areas, what can you shore up? What can you improve there? What can you go on offense about? to help improve the, the strength and function of your immune system in the likely event that at some point in the next month, two months, year, two years, whatever, that you're going to have a breach in the perimeter wall, that you're going to touch something, rub your eye, introduce a, a, a cold virus into the system. What can you do to make sure that your immune system is as close to full operating capacity as possible so that instead of getting sick, instead of being stuck on the couch, stuffy nose, not feeling good, just feeling like you got a case of the crud for a couple of, you know, for whatever, a few days, a week, two weeks, whatever. What can you do to, to help your immune system just nip that in the bud before you even really notice that something's not right? You know, oh, maybe you got a, a sneeze for, for a couple minutes and all right, well, good, good to go because your immune system's done the job. Go on offense by, by shoring up any weak links or at least addressing one of them and taking care of that one and then maybe address the next one and address the next one. Because again, at the end of the day, whether we're talking about making sure that you're washing your hands, doing some of those types of things to help with the perimeter, help keep the, the defense strong, 
or whether we're talking about shoring up the immune system, going on offense so that when it, when it needs to be called into action, it's ready. There's, there's nothing that we can do to completely prevent the risk, the possibility of getting sick this year or any year. But boy, there are things we can do to tilt the odds in our favor. So do that. Tilt the odds in your favor because, you know, ain't nobody got time to be sick. And we, we all, we all, I think we all are better people when we run, when we run, right? I know I am. And if I'm sick for a while and I can't run for a while, like not only am I sick, but now I'm miserable because I'm sick and also because I'm not running. So stay healthy this, this, this winter, um, you know, stay healthy next spring, next summer, next fall, next winter, stay healthy. And you can do so by shoring up your defense, being ready to go on offense if needed with your immune system. And hopefully that helps tilt the odds in your favor. So that's today's quick tip, which I thought was going to be quicker than it was, but hey, you know, whatever. I, I, I hear from some of y'all that like, hey, you know, don't make your quick tips too short because then they're too short, which I don't know exactly what that means, but uh, here we go. You know, another, another 25 minute or so, you're welcome is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but anyway, what do you think about today? What, what kind of questions do you have? What, what did I miss? What did I screw up? At DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram. Always love to get your feedback, uh, especially if there's things that I can correct or that can clarify or whatever the case might be. Uh, you can also shoot me an email, DizRuns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today, DizRuns.com slash 889. We got links, we got photos, we got memes and gifs. Because what would be a quick tip episode without a few of those? Uh, Dizruns.com slash 889 is the link to check all that good stuff out. And of course, if you scroll on down to the bottom of the page, past the post, past all the, the extra information that gets thrown at the bottom of the post as well, there's that comment box and you can leave your thoughts and feedback there as well. And that's always, always appreciated. So that is where we're going to wrap this one up. We're going to make sure to wrap it up before we get to 30 minutes. No, no worries about that at all today. So uh, thanks once again to Hildy and to Danielle for supporting the show via Patreon. If you want to get on board, join the book club, uh, whatever the case might be, patreon.com slash Dizruns. There's also a link in the show notes and, and all that kind of good stuff as well. Appreciate the support. Uh, it certainly means a lot. And until next time, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. Don't be afraid to share the show either. If you, you know, that's another great way to support the show that literally costs you nothing. Uh, but whatever, whatever it is, it's always appreciated. Until next time, y'all, please be well. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you.